precious one. Welcome to another segment of the Word of Faith podcast. We continue with this week's important subject, King Size Error. Today is the second day. We look at King Size Errors. We established yesterday that there are certain errors you cannot make because you are a king and a priest unto God. And today we look at the second king size error that you need to avoid, you need to watch out, not to meddle with. And I believe that we will continue to reign with Christ in everything, every day. Now let's look at an important scripture in 2 Samuel, chapter number 12. I'm reading from the verse number 1. It had to do with King David. The Bible says, And the Lord sent Nathan to David, and he came to him and said to him, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had exceeding many flocks and heads, but the poor man had nothing save one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and nourished up, and it grew up together with him and with his children. He did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom, and was to him as an as a daughter and there came a traveler to the rich man and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own head to dress for the wayfaring man that was come to him but rather took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him and david's anger was greatly kindled against the man and he said to nathan as the lord liveth the man that has done this thing shall surely die and he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did this thing and because he had no pity and nathan said to david you are that man thou sayest the lord god of israel i anointed you king over israel and i delivered you out of the hand of saul and i gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your bosom and gave you the house of israel and of judah And if that had been too little, I would moreover have given to you such and such things. Wherefore have you despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? You have killed Uriah the Hittite with a sword and have taken his wife to be your wife and have slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Verse 10. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from your house because you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife Mm. that is really scary precious one let's look at something important here David made a king size error and he paid dearly for it let's look at let's look at something important now, it came to pass, the previous chapter, chapter 11 of 2 Samuel, it came to pass that it was time for kings to go to war. It was time for kings to go to war. There are certain times in our lives, I don't know whether you, 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 you recognize very well, there are certain times we take things for granted. We're losing down our prayer life. Our commitment and our consistency and coherency with spiritual things, we begin to take them for granted. Sometimes you are tempted to feel that, oh, you are a matured Christian, so there are certain things if you are not so consistent with, it's okay. We've been doing this for the past 20 years. Lately, you don't do them anymore. You used to do morning devotion, quiet times. You've ceased from doing them. 
It was exactly what David David did. It was time for men to go to war, but David said, "It is time for me to let Joab go to war without me. I need to stay home and relax and 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 and, and enjoy myself." All right? And that was exactly what David did and he fell into temptation. Now, look at yourself very carefully. What are some of the things you used to do? You used to be very consistent spiritually that you're no longer consistent. Your prayer life, your script, your study of the Bible, reading of your Bible on a daily basis, your meditation, your quiet time. What do you used to do? Evangelism, soul winning. What do you used to do that you have ceased from doing? because you say you don't have time or you feel that you are you are matured you have outgrown you know you feel that you have outgrown it is a pride when you think that you have outgrown spiritual responsibilities spiritual activities it never you nobody outgrows spiritual it is it is very fundamental and the fundamental things you don't play with them and david played with them so the bible says that david was relaxed in his palace when he saw a woman bathing and he he behold the skin of the woman and said what's what a wonderful woman i must have him i must have this woman i must have her why because david felt that he was powerful he is the king why can't i have anything and everything why shouldn't i have her the bible says that the woman was a married woman but david insisted that i should have i would take because whatever i want i must take i will take it and the bible says david took somebody's wife slept with her impregnated her and when it was known to david that he had impregnated somebody's wife he tried as much as possible to avoid responsibility all right in the end he had to kill the husband of this woman and he did that with the sword of the uncircumcised and that was even worse than ever now listen to me carefully as a king you need to take full responsibility for your actions you do not need to feel so powerful that you can have everything sometimes you are tempted to be deceived that we are so powerful we can have everything you are the boss in your office you think you can have everything you are the husband of your home so you think as long as i'm able to provide for all my family why can't i flit up flit around and so you begin to flit with with strange women you feel powerful that oh it's okay sometimes you feel so powerful that you can control yourself so you flit with you flit with dangerous things i will be able to i will be able to when the time come and it's, it's so serious it's getting out of hand i know what to do you think you know what to do and that was what david was flirting with and when he he took the woman that doesn't she didn't belong to david she was a married woman but david insisted and took it do you sometimes feel so powerful as a boss as a husband as a leader do you feel so powerful that sometimes you want to you want to you want you want to take certain actions and certain steps based on the fact that you feel powerful that as powerful as you are why why not have it why not do this why not go here why not hear me carefully 
you are not powerful. God is powerful. We are only powerful by the spiritual place God has, has put us. And that doesn't warrant us to go outside the word of God. Hear me carefully. We all are as powerful as the word of God has made us. And anything outside the word of God will never make us powerful. It will rather bring us down. And that is exactly what happened. Now, listen to me carefully. If you insist on taking that which God did not give to you, God will take away and even more that which he gave to you. It's a, it's a fundamental spiritual principle. God gave Adam and Eve the garden. He did not give them the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They took of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God took away the garden, the entire garden from them. They lost more. God gave Naboth a vineyard. He gave Ahab also a kingdom. He did not give Ahab the the vineyard of Naboth. Ahab took the vineyard of Naboth. What happened? God took away the kingdom from Ahab and his entire family. Then he got to David's tent. David, he gave him the favor of Israel. He did not give him Uriah's wife, Bathsheba. He took Bathsheba, Uriah's wife. God took away from him the favor of Israel. Don't be too powerful. Don't be too powerful to do evil. Don't feel so arrogant with where God has placed you. Be humble knowing that you have come this far by the hand of God. By the enablement of God. But he is the one who raises up the poor from the dust. And set them among princes. And give them thrones of glory to inherit. It is all about God. Never go outside the word of God. Sometimes we feel so powerful. We can do this. As a husband I can do this. As a leader I can do this. I I, I, I can do this. As a pastor I can do this. Because I am in charge of all of them. Why can't I have? You can't. You shouldn't. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says that when the worst disgrace was coming, David quickly wanted to cover up. He didn't want to take full responsibility. What happened? He even went deeper in his evil. His evil ways. And eventually... He did worse than what he began with. He killed Uriah with the sword of the uncircumcised. He shed blood, innocent blood. Oh, God, have mercy upon us. King size error, David made it. What do we do? It is important that as a leader, you take full responsibility. You've erred. Sometimes we don't want to recognize where we have erred. We don't want to accept where we have erred. And that is where our pride comes in. When we err, the earlier we take responsibility, the easier we can bring a stop to our evil ways. Then the glory of God can be restored upon our lives. This is exactly what David refused to do. He thought he had covered up his iniquities. But God who hangs upstairs, who is up 
and who is also near us. For he has said, I am, I am your very present help in time of need. In other words, he is the one who is the closest among us. Closer than our, our close. Remember, in the New Testament, God lives in us. And therefore, deep inside us, he is with us. We can't hide anything. Never try to hide anything. He didn't take full responsibility. He covered them. Then somebody's case, a case scenario was placed before him. David, a man who has covered his evil, was quick to condemn the man. That the man deserves to die. Not knowing that he was the same man he was condemning. Precious one, you might be a leader. You might be a husband. One way or the other. In the workplace, in the church, in the church place, you might be a leader. You are quick to condemn other people. I warn you today by the word of God. Maybe you have done even worse things than this. It's just that you've covered them up. Maybe you have the propensity to do worse than this. Only show mercy to to those who deserve mercy. Be humble and learn from other people's mistakes. Be generous to extend a helping hand to those who have made mistakes and those who are going through uh, their time of low, 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 low moments. Let me put it that way. David was quick to condemn, but he was the one. It is the same. I want to wrap up by saying that Achan, God told the children that do not pick the accursed. Do not touch them when you go to Jericho. Achan went. He thought he was smart. He's smart. He said, I'm so smart. Nobody will see it. I sometimes it amazes me how we are able to come to the conclusion that nobody will see me, but God sees. And so he went to hide. In the end, he was the biggest loser. Precious one, don't take that which doesn't belong to you. How can I make sure I don't take that which doesn't belong to me? Number one, remember that God is a holy God. Whatever he gives to your brother is holy. Whatever God makes available to somebody from a holy God, it is a holy thing. Therefore, do not take your neighbor's wife. Do, thou shalt not steal because what God gave to your neighbor is holy. Treat it as holy. Treat it as sacred. If I treat what belongs to my neighbor sacred, holy, because a holy God gave it to him, I will not, I will be careful in handling what belongs to my neighbor. I see many Christians, they are shop, they are shop attendants, they, they take care of people's shop, but they are the quick, quickest to steal, quickest to take advantage from that shop. It doesn't belong to you, don't take it. You will lose more. You work in the office, the business doesn't belong to you, and you steal. Hey, you are the, the you will lose more. Either you fall sick, something will happen. Unfortunate situation will happen in your life. That money will be used to take care of it. It will be redisbursed back into the system. It will, you won't get to keep it. You won't get to keep it. So God said to David, I anointed you to be king over my people. I made you ruler over your master's house. That is King Saul. I gave you all that makes you feel you are so powerful. Why then did you despise the commandment of the Lord your God who 
has granted you such a huge opportunity like this. The Bible says that David is a wise man. He was quick to accept his iniquity, guile and transgression. He fell down and took full responsibility. This time, he cried unto God for forgiveness. He pleaded before God. He said, I have sinned. Today, if you recognize where you are falling, accept full responsibility, it shall be forgiven thee. For David said, a broken and a contrite heart, O you Lord, you will not reject. God will accept and God will restore you and God will strengthen your reign and your kingdom wherever you are, even in the workplace, in your family, wherever. You, you are supposed to reign as a king and a priest unto God. Let God help you. Let God show you things that borders on your reign as a king and as a priest. And may you desist and turn away from them from today going forward so that your reign will be strengthened in the name of he who died and rose again. Hallelujah. Precious one, if you've not given your life to Christ, this is a wonderful moment for you to give your life to Christ. If you've not given your life to Christ, I, 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 I extend this call unto you. You cannot reign in this life without Christ Jesus in your life. You need to be born again. It is a must. If you've not been born again, wherever you are, you can hear me. Put your hand on your chest and say this after me. Make it your own words. Be sincere about them. Say, Heavenly Father, I've heard that word today. I accept that you are the Lord and Master over my life. You sent Jesus Christ to die for me. I believe in my heart that Jesus died for me. And I confess with my mouth today that Jesus is the Lord over my life today. Make my life a wonder from today going forward. I accept today that I'm born again. I am a child of God. Thank you for what you have done for me today. You've made me a new creature. You have, you, have, you, have, you have made me your child. And therefore, I'm a new creation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.